of the Living Geek. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. We are going to talk about Lucha Underground, NXT Raw, and some questions from Facebook. But before I do that, I'd like to introduce the Veda Scott to my Josh Alexander. Marianne, how's it going? Good. I'm inexplicably nervous right now for some reason. I don't know why. Why? You were like, okay, go. And I was like, oh. Yeah. But um, my week was good. I got, like, super annihilated on Saturday and, like, almost died on Sunday. Oh. Like, I I hadn't had anything to drink in a really long time, and I didn't drink anything that I did, and I woke up the next day, and I was like, I'm fine, and I went to work, and it was because I was still drunk. That's why I felt fine. Oh, yeah, I've done that yeah. before. And then I've been feeling super gross because drinking is bad for heartburn, and I've been having heartburn. Yeah. And then I'm allergic to that medication. Yeah. Oh, did yeah. you find that out for um, sure? No, for sure, because I have the hives on it, uh. but... I'm excited now because then I could totally say yes when the doctor asked me if I'm allergic to any medications. <laughs> but to be honest, though, I already do that anyways, but I just say medications that I know taste really bad, so they don't prescribe me those. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> I'll, I mean, I'll tell the truth that they like absolutely need to give it to me, but right. I don't want augmenting. Okay. I don't know what that is, but... Uh, <laughs> it's the pineapple, uh, uh, pina right. colada flavored yeah, one. Like yeah. So, Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. Opens up for the very first time in a long while with not Stephanie McMahon, with not Roman Reigns. It opens up with Brock Lesnar, great, Paul Heyman, and Dean Ambrose. Thank you so much. <laughs> I really liked this segment. It was basically it's basically you know just the same old kind of stuff with Heyman and Brock, which is fine. Then you have crazy Dean Ambrose you come call out. A nut job, Porky. <laughs> The banter very very good here. Uh, Dean basically saying like, "Look, I I'm I want you to take me to Suplex City. I want to know that I can. I'm gonna beat you. Blah all this stuff." So uh, it was, and I think he says, "I just wanted to see what all, I just the wanted to see what the, all the fuss was about." Paul, sorry, I, <laughs> throws the microphone. I love please. how JBL finally was like he admitted that he's like like nothing he does is really insane. It's just ballsy, and I was yeah. like, "Thank you." Yeah. I think he's like a low-key genius, like one of those people that has like a super high IQ, but you would never know. It's like, like a Joker. lifetime movie. He's like Some the shit Joker. like that. Or that, yeah, that, that he knows what too. he's doing. Yeah. He knows what he's doing at all time. Yeah, he's a fly on every wall, in every room, all the time. <laughs> Kalisto versus Rusev. I actually, finally, a good use of a countout. I really enjoyed this match. I thought it was it was pretty good, and I enjoyed the finish. Which was a count out. Did you were you watching this on mute so you didn't have to hear Alberto Barrio's commentary? He was real bad on commentary. Oh no, I, I was like I put I don't care. I'm <laughs> tweeting. <laughs> I, I just really can't stand it that he repeatedly just calls him he's like a mosquito and I'm mosquito. like I was like mosquito is like the lamest, laziest jab like ever. Yeah. Because it's, it's like seriously, it's like Kalisto blood sucking winged insect. That may or may not carry the West Nile virus. <laughs> like, you could think of something more annoying and pesky insect. Like, Yeah, there are many insects so lazy, to choose from. So lazy. There's at least five. At least five insects. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'd have to Dude, d- double check my facts on that. My thought 
would be because they keep bringing up Alberto Del Rio losing to Kalisto because Kalisto is like super good. Yeah. But I keep saying like the punishment for that should just be him having to buy Kalisto's ring like ring gear. This <laughs> time he loses to him, so it could oh, be like God. you have butt tons of money. How about you spend your money on Kalisto's billions of outfits? More new gear this week. No, yeah, I know. Every I week. love this one. It was I'm... very. It was very um, silver ant. I'm going to ask him on Twitter how much money he spends on gear. I'm going to ask him. I'm just going to straight up be like, hey, man, how much money do you spend on gear? Because that's funny. Seriously. But I do think that that's what Del Rio should do. Just be forced to pay his... (laughs) For next time he loses to him. Oh, (laughs) jeez. New ring gear for next time he beats you. (laughs) Uh, The Usos versus Curtis Axel and Adam Rose... And the Grammy Award-winning Usos, which, okay, she made a mistake. Dude, That's funny. Lillian Garcia trending. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's funny. I get it. But they just drove it into the ground. And uh, we actually, I don't have this written down, but did you watch the Michael Cole New Day sit-down interview? No, but I feel like I definitely should have. So they bring, he's like, oh, the Usos are Grammy Award winners. And they're like, what are you talking about? Was no, this... not. Oh, God. It's so funny. It's, re... we'll get to New Day a little later. I just... try, they try to make jokes and it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I just wanted to I, bring that up. I don't know if you, like, would agree with me or anything, but, like, obviously, like, having Adam Rose and whatnot with the social outcast coming out, like, I think Heath Slater would make a really good manager. The guy's really good at talking. Yeah, I think he'd be, I mean, he'd be a practice. good manager. I think he needs to... Yeah, he'd be fine. He has absolutely no shame whatsoever, and I think that's admirable. I think the thing about most of these guys in The Social Outcast is they still don't know what their roles are. Maybe Heath Slater... Because they all claim that they're equal, but they're not, obviously. Obviously. Red Dragon. Yo. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like... I feel like he would be a good manager, but I feel like he still needs to be an active member of the, basically yeah. like Xavier Woods. Yeah, like be, like practice more about it, I think. Yeah. But he's like the wrestling Danny DeVito, like <laughs> does not give a shit. No, he doesn't. Do anything. And I think that's really funny and people need to admit it because he is a good talker. That's like people in denial that Miz is not a good talker. That's bullshit because he's great. Well, and speaking of the Miz... Good, good segue. You said it. Oh, oh yeah. I looked down and I went, uh huh. That was a bump, <laughs> bump set spike, right? Yeah, that's how it works out. Sweet. Ms. TV. Followed by block. Sorry. Followed by, well, if you're lucky, block, if yeah. you're good and skilled at the spike blocking. And then a tip. And All right. Oh, we're talking about volleyball. Sorry. Yeah. Ms. What were you? Uh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, Ms. TV segment with uh, AJ Styles, a phenomenal one. We need to figure Fucking out touche. who AJ Styles is. Fucking touche, WWE. Get us to watch Ms. TV by putting AJ Styles in it. I Kyle like, and I watched that entire segment. We did not fast forward. We watched the entire damn thing. I looked at it and I was like, my HGTV is not being nice to AJ Styles <laughs> right now. This is fucked up. And then I looked at it and I went, there is absolutely no fucking way that he's not somehow related to David Spade. They look so similar. It freaks me out. I'm sorry. I can tell you that he's not related to David Spade. Uh, anyway, so the Miz TV segment is basically the Miz talking the entire time Giving Duh. the mic over to AJ to answer question, Duh. but bringing it back as soon as he's about to talk. So. It's just surprising. I love how he called him a rookie. And then I went, that is probably legitimately the stupidest thing anyone has ever said, like, 
ever. Yeah. Calling him. Oh my god. It's, it's I annoying. I understand, but just, <laughs> just, I understand why they're saying it because yeah, they know that it they pisses know he's us off. Definitely not. Yeah, and he's not, but he's a rookie in WWE. Script wise, though, like if you if you take it from just like looking at Miz like a character, that's the fucking dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. They got the reaction they wanted. Yeah, definitely. So good job on them. At the end of the segment, for sure. AJ ends up just beating the shit out of Miz. Oh, are we going to mention SmackDown on that? Like, now or later? Well, I, we didn't watch SmackDown. Re- yeah, but you do know it. Yeah, it yeah. was AJ uh, versus Miz. Excellent. And AJ won with the... It's not called the Calf Killer anymore. It's called the Calf Crusher. It's a submission move. Okay. They just don't... We can't say killer because then people think you're trying to kill people, you know. I don't know how these fucking people work. That's so dumb. I have a note about a fucking band finisher that is like the same thing as another finisher they still use. So, (laughs) we will get to that. Yes, we will. Um, In the process of this this match, AJ Styles, uh, (laughs) he didn't knock out. He chipped like two or three of the Miz's teeth. On accident? That's so perfect. For any kind of just you know, Miz is like not the money maker, and it's yeah. like you fucking. They can. I'm using quotes. A lister. Yeah. <laughs> they can definitely milk this for a little while longer now because of that. Um, I wish I chipped my tooth via that reason. Getting Instead kicked of, in the face I, by AJ Styles. I, I bit a fork and chipped my tooth. And that happened bit, to my sister. Yeah. And then, really? Was yeah. she eating a salad? Because that's what yes. I was eating. Oh my god. It was at. Uh, we were at. California Adventure. Oh my fucking god! And then I, <laughs> I bit the disc bad. back to my lip ring or my lip piercing with the same tooth, and I chipped it even more. And the dentist was like, "You're a fucking idiot." Oh and then I shave it down so one of them is slightly a little bit shorter than the other one, but I don't uh-huh. care. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, my this next segment of TTR is called Fast Forward City. Yes. Brie versus Charlotte. I don't care. Big yes. Show versus Eric Rowan. Holy shit, I couldn't fast forward fast enough. But. I didn't watch either of these. If you have notes on them, go for it. I had said the world's largest athlete, I think, is Big Show's, like, real first name. and Because they (laughs) always use it beforehand, and especially Michael Cole, because he is nothing but efficient. But um, the purpose of that match, essentially, to me, was just to, I seriously think that this was the reason, to remind everyone that Eric Rowan still exists. Yeah. Because he doesn't do jack shit otherwise. The crowd was cheering for Big Show, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Because all of a sudden, he's like, well, he's the face for the one billionth time. I'll, I'll see if I can find that graphic that somebody put up on, I think it was Reddit, I'm not sure. It's um, all of his heel and face turns, and it's like a list of 25. Holy shit. It's ridiculous. My favorite part, though, about the end of that whole thing is obviously because he wins. Yeah. And well, Big Show wins, and then of course Wyatt family is like, and then like pounds the crap out of him. <laughs> and then at the very end, Luke Harper does like this. He sounded like a yeti. Luke Harper sounds <laughs> like a yeti when he's happy making noises. I'm not kidding. It was like this gargling, happy yell, and I was like, this is so suitable. I'm so happy. <laughs> not the WCW yeti, like which is like new, legit just like a, a yeti. legit yet, yeti, not. Not the, or Bigfoot or something. It was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the next match was, and I actually watched this match, and I I wasn't thinking about watching it, but I was like, oh, I'm here. I don't even remember who Tyler Breeze was against. Titus O'Neil. Okay, so I I was writing notes later, and I put 
Someone wrestled Tiger Breeze. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> so it was Titus O'Neil, and uh, Titus O'Neil cool. won with the Rydeen Bomb, or whatever he calls it. I call it Rydeen Bomb. Cooler. It was a Clash of the Titus. It is Clash of the Titus. My favorite thing about that, and I could not get over it, and I remember um, one of the people that we follow, mutually follow each other, um, his like uh, something other Dean on Twitter, uh-huh. and he said I I had said Tyler Breeze's pants were straight up just borrowed from the Lion King from Broadway set <laughs> because they looked exact. I could not unsee it, and he was like, I looked up and they looked down and read it, and then I looked back up again, and now I can't unsee it, and I can't stop laughing, and I was like, seriously, it looks like Lion King. Oh man, it's. Oh my god. I love his outfits every week and at first I was like obviously it's the car wash spinner thing and right. I looked at the rest of it and I went, uh uh-uh. uh. He was an antelope or something. <laughs> so my, my my two notes about this about this match have nothing to do with the match. Um I'm just wondering <laughs> I'm just wondering what, what the hell's going on with primetime players because Dar uh Dar Young is fine. No days off. He was and he's having all the days off. He was re- he was wrestling he wrestled in the pre-show of Royal Rumble so I don't understand why he's not tagging with uh, Titus O'Neil it makes no sense at all so I That's don't know true. if is it going to be he pissed someone off maybe I don't know if he That's so passive aggressive I also heard maybe it's a rumor because Titus O'Neil won some award um, for like being a good father or something what isn't isn't that like kind of like a, a Kofi Kingston New Day joke. They probably made that joke. Yeah, they made it a while ago. I can't. I, I feel like that's a thing. So maybe they're just like, oh, we and we need to show this guy by himself. I don't know. I have no idea. It just makes they no sense. They fucked it up with Stardust, who I wish they would use more. Oh God, I don't know what the. I don't know what was going on with that. And then Tyler Breeze, who's just he's just there. He's not just a guy. He's just there. He can't be just a guy. He can't be just a guy because he actually has like a personality and a gimmick. He's Zoolander. He's Zoolander. They should definitely when Play Zoolander. That out. They definitely well, should. when Zoolander comes out, they should try and get um, Ben Stiller. Yes. They, you think? I think that. Do you think he would? Yeah, I I'm, feel like I know for a fact Ben Stiller's been on Raw before. That would be seriously so funny to out blue steal each other. Yeah. <laughs> it would. It would make it. Yes, I'm totally down for that. It would to be a great segment with no wrestling involved. No. But yeah. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Dolph Ziggler. Really good match. I really liked it. Didn't we see that match last week? Yeah, and we're going to see it again a yeah, million more times. But uh, Dolph Ziggler won via the zigzag. I know. You saw my tweet, right? I think I did. I put, oh, the end of this match, Sir Pringle's going to be oh, so Oh, is that what it was? And I'm so excited. You know what I thought it was? I thought it was the end of the next match. But no, we'll, it was we'll that one. That. Um, Someone on Twitter, actually, during that match, I had said something like the time before, and somebody, I can't remember who it was, said, they tagged me and they said, are you following Lemon Drop Salt for really funny, good commentary? Because you should. And I was like, dude, <laughs> thank cool. you. Yeah, it was awesome. That and like, did you, you obviously fast forward through the commercials. Yes. Because you can and I can't. Yes. Surprise zombie commercials on USA <laughs> are like the death of me. Oh, They'll come man. on and I'm just like, fucking God damn it. And it's. I, I don't like zombies, guys. I, I really was watching like um, this show called The Comedians on FXX, like, late at night on on demand. I've heard of that. And it's 
Well, you would hate it. It's Billy Crystal and Josh Gad. So I hate Josh Gad. Yeah, I know. Billy um, Crystal's hella sick though. Billy Crystal's great. Anyway, <laughs> I remember late at night they'd show in between they'd show commercials for that vampire show. But and it's just like which one? I don't know what it is. It's vampire on like Vibes. FXX. No, it's like a scary FXX. FXX, FXX. Yeah. Okay. And it's just like a dude and he it's just like like that's the thing. And it shows his face and it like flashes into a zombie and it's like one in the morning and I'm like, Dear God, are that's you kidding? Me. It doesn't me? matter what time of day it is, that's fucking me. I'm like, ugh, and I can't fast forward through yeah, it. Yeah, that's fucking terrifying. Yeah, it's what? going back to the match, something I realized and I'm like super upset with myself for it. Kevin Owens and Donst are super similar. Yeah. They just want things because someone else has it. And they're really like, they, yes. they, they come it to, wants they belong just, to them. Yeah. Oh my God. They're so similar. I like don't deserve to be here. Well, cause Kevin Owens. I don't deserve your love, Tim. Anyway, Kevin Owens. <laughs> uh, they're so similar. It all goes back to Kevin Owens being a family man. And if he has the title, he gets more money. Yeah. So that's why he wants the title. It's good. So it's, it's a selfish way in how they're presenting it now, but it could be such like a... Doss is just bitter. They could just right? switch it around. They're bitter, right? But, yeah, he just wants things. He doesn't even want belts. He just wants them because other people have them, and I think that's hilarious. <laughs> you really want this, so I'm going to steal it from you to make you unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> so the next match was the match that I thought you were referring to in your tweet to me during Raw. Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch ended in a disqualification in what was otherwise a decent match. Uh, Yeah, I put, well, to be honest, I have this really nasty habit of totally forgetting Divas matches, which really should not be the case. There'll be one and I'm like, oh, I forgot that I, there's one of these every week. Oh, there's already there's been two one. of them. Exactly. That's that's my point. It's Which like, is, I'll, I'll forget. For the most part, a good thing. Yeah. And they're getting time, too. It's not like... That that match was, like, good, except for the beginning of it when Team Back came out and somebody fucking screwed up and gave Tamina a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't fucking do that. Like She only she said, was like, like, two things. What, what do I do with this? So, the <laughs> before the match, Sasha comes out and then Team Bad comes out and she goes... Look, no offense, I need to do this on my own. We're still good, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Fuck no. Of course that didn't last long. So uh, my other note is everything is weird. So Sasha, who beat up Becky after her match with Charlotte, Becky is has now too many morals. Yeah, she needs she needs less a man- morals. She needs less morals and a manager. I should be her manager. I would. That say would be right. you would make a great manager. I think okay. When we were watching Lucha Underground, and I said, oh, fuck, he has non-functioning pockets, too, and I said he should be part of the club, I meant Becky and Angelico and Johnny Mundo should all be in a club where they have non-functioning pockets non- in their outfits. They have things that they have to put yes. in pockets, yeah. but they can't. That and Becky was wrestling in a corset. What a fucking badass. <laughs> yeah. I've danced in a corset on more than one occasion, and it's really fucking hard. Yeah, like, she. that's like her new thing, is wearing that she has like a couple of them. Yeah, they're. they're she always changes ones, gear too. Yeah, not as much. Not very. Not very. That's very subtle. Yeah. But oh, and I also saw my favorite Roman Reigns. Roman, Roman Reigns. Roman, Roman Reigns sign in the audience during that match. 
And it just said, it just said Roman rules, all plain and straightforward. But I was like, oh, I, didn't, I, I couldn't remember who was holding it up. And I was like, there is a 110% chance it was like a 14 or 15 year old girl because the font was Comic Sans MS. And it was <laughs> oh, really big. And I was, was like, there there's, was, that's 14 year old girl being ballsy, making their essay in Comic Sans MS. Like, there was another, there was another <laughs> sign. <laughs> There's another sign in the main event that actually caught my eye. It was like this little kid next to his dad, and it was a it said Superman Punch with exclamation points, but the the A in Superman was backwards. Oh my god! <laughs> and he was like, when Roman Reigns A be back? Oh, it was back. Oh my god, that's fucking amazing! <laughs> and when he hit the Superman Punch, he's like, you could see him waiting. <laughs> he's like waiting <laughs> for it, and he's like, yay! Oh I was like, You're did you see the little kid in the fucking uh, uh, bullet club shirt? Yes, that little <laughs> fucking mark. That's a mark. You're wearing a bullet club. Yeah, shirt but right I wasn't now. fucking dancing like a little idiot. You weren't twelve. And that kid, row. that kid was like not twelve. He was younger than twelve. Yeah, I'm. I'm marginally impressed though. <laughs> I do. I what do. What a fucking mark. I do appreciate that. They did, they're like, yeah, fuck it, put the two people in the Bullet Club shirts on TV. We don't give a shit about anyone else. They're like, put it on TV, we don't care. Yeah, I just saw that sign and I was like, I don't care about anything else because that, I have, I just hate that font so much. Comic Sans? Comic Sans MS. It's the font of the demon. Yeah, I'm going to make my own font and then it's going to become the new Comic Sans MS. And I want oh yeah, I forgot to print that thing out for oh, yeah, you. Yeah, do that for me. I'll do that. Oh man! But yeah, what the fuck is going on with that? I don't know, it's just, Divas, just Divas weird. Divas, I don't. Whatever. Because now it's obviously going to be Sasha and Becky versus Team Bad. Okay, that yeah, makes no sense at all. Becky, Becky is like a uh, more uh, mature fucking Bailey. Like Bailey doesn't friends well. No, people, Bailey, friend, Bailey, she Bailey friends, friends well, but people turn on her. Exactly. I was like, Bailey doesn't have friends. Like I was like, and I feel like that happens to Becky too. But Becky's a little bit. Less huggy. Becky is less huggy. That's very true. Yeah. Oh, are we oh, going to talk geez. about the backstage interview with Renee? Yes. So the Renee Young backstage interview with Chris Jericho, which was basically Chris Jericho just saying, I'm going to be watching that Miz AJ Styles match. A boat? Yeah, he... That, that, all I heard was, my name's Chris Jericho, and I'm really fucking Canadian, because I picked <laughs> all the words that are just standard Canadian, make well, them both? sound Canadian. I know they're both Canadian, but that was all the Canadian fuck-ups in one fucking yeah. segment. <laughs> so he basically said, I'm going to be watching that match, because I, whatever, we're going to fight at WrestleMania, probably. Yeah, um, yeah whatever. Yeah. Hint. Our truth, the r Gold Dust segment. I did not watch they're trying to make them. I, I'm fine with get them giving two funny guys a tag team. Yeah, but they're both funny in a not compatible way. I don't know. It was okay. It was all right. Um, it's basically Goldust trying to convince Archie to be his tag team partner, and Archie's like, "You're weird." <laughs> it's like, says the dude with an eyebrow piercing. Yeah, which says is the dude so 2004. who had an imaginary friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So it's not it's it's funny. I like it. It's a funny little segment. <laughs> I remembered something going back to like sorry to go back to this match, but the Kevin Owens one being like upset obviously because it's fucking embarrassing to yeah. lose via zigzag. And then I thought, oh, it's like losing to Brie Bella. And then I went, oh yeah, Charlotte lost to Brie Bella. And oh, was, she like, won that match. Yes, Brie Bella won that match against Charlotte, and I was like, Charlotte. Does Brie, Brie Bella get a Bella, title shot? Brie Bella. The Bella that is named after a cheese beat you. What? Damn. Like, That's Cheese cold. Bella beat you. Cheese Bella. <laughs> I thought it was so funny, though. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then we go get to the main event, which is the New Day versus... They in Ambrates. That's what I put I put John's favorite group versus my favorite group off. Oh, so no. <laughs> when New Day comes out, they That's obviously so do their little promo. And I said booty ham. <laughs> they called Ambrose and Reigns Ambrains and then also mentioned fanfic. And, and Kofi, it was oh just God. like Xavier was like Tumblr, and then Tumblr. He said Tumblr. He said I, I died. I was like Xavier, like would say I died. It was so funny. And then I think didn't one of them try to be like, wait, what are you talking? Yeah, and Kofi. Like, no. And then Biggie was like, no, we're not going there because he says. <laughs> I think Xavier said, oh, brother, let me tell you. And then he interrupted. Oh, yes, that's what it was. <laughs> but, and and but, the Ambrains fanfic community exploded. That's Dude, that whole match, there was just parts of that match where it was like fan fictions were writing themselves. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Uh, one of my favorite parts, though, is when they started and they were like, oh, booty ham. And then booty JBL. Ham? And JBL was like, booty ham? Booty ham. <laughs> Yeah, Booty Ham, and I was like, "Jimmy, no, stop it." I love New Day. New Day is, and I say it every. They were the so best, great. They're the best thing that's happening. I just love the shame on you, shame, shame on you, shame, shame. It just reminded me of the um, that part in Mulan where Mushu was like, "Dishon on you, dishon on your cow, dishon on your whole family." That's like all I thought of. Um, I saw shame on your cow. I saw an animated <laughs> gif of them. From SmackDown, and they they just walk to the win- to the ring backwards, like jumping backwards towards the ring, which is super hard. <laughs> Their outfits remind me of Los Ice Creams. Yeah, they are very ice cream colorish. Yeah. So also, that was. Uh, oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say when they dance, like Big E is like really teetering on the line of like funny and fucking disgusting (laughs) (laughs) he he dances like those videos you see on facebook of like little babies awkwardly dancing to videos (laughs) maybe that's where he got the dance moves from but it's biggie so it's like really weird to look at oh my god oh my god so that was raw oh my god and then we uh hold on though hold on you forgot to mention that Heyman was commentary on that match oh he was Heyman was on commentary and he was just saying things and then no one would say anything after he, he no said he wouldn't it. let them say anything and he'd be like that's a good point mr Heyman." he's the only person that could be really polite and also fucking rude at the same time yeah like he and he also said ambrose is crazy like a fox because jb <laughs> was like he's crazy and he's like yes but he's crazy like a fox and i was like no oh, he's adorable like a fox too but no stop oh. it. and then brock came out at the end I forgot yeah about that and Dude. f5'd Dean Ambrose. Which I was like, I think he enjoyed that a little bit. Probably. But I love how Heyman is just like, 
super blunt, like, dude could probably in real life pass the bar without studying for it. Well, his dad was a lawyer. Oh, well, that makes sense. But then (laughs) I also see it as everything that comes out is just unfiltered, blunt, just everything, which I wish I could do. He's, like, definitely the guy that she would want to ask that would tell you whether or not you really look fat in that dress. Mm -hmm. Like, if you want an honest opinion, be like, hey, Paul. And then he'd be like, you look like a a fucking heifer. It's like... (laughs) And and that'd be it, because people don't believe me when I give them their honest opinion. So, whatever. I, I can't even... But the Dirty Deeds finisher... Yeah. That, like, I had at the time said Dirty Deeds is my favorite finisher, but then the next day I decided that the photo finish is my favorite finisher. But Dirty Deeds is obviously second, followed by 3.0's Sweet Taste of Professionalism, but it's the wheelbarrow. Oh, right, 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 right. But that finisher is fucking sick. I love Dirty Deeds, though. I didn't know they changed it. Yes, it was. I didn't notice, and I'm, like, super mad at myself for it. So, before, it was... What the fuck? Oh, it was was this. This thing. And then now he does, like, a weird, like... It's a double-arm... It's a double-arm DDT. Yeah. Snap Um, DDT. Yeah. And it used to be that... I I can't remember what they called it, but it was very similar to what Adam Rose was doing. I realized that, or I figured out that uh, uh, Drew McIntyre... Had the same finisher. That's right. Drew McIntyre did have the... He still uses that finisher. Yeah, but it doesn't look nearly as badass as when Dean... Dean does it like, I really actually want to hurt you. I've seen so many ones where it's like he... he, I don't know. I think it's just the way Dean snaps it fucking hardcore. I don't know. But what's your favorite finisher? I know what your least favorite finisher is. Well, my least favorite finisher is the zigzag. zigzag. (laughs) And mine is KO Punch. KO punch. Or chokeslam. <laughs> Just a punch. Um, <laughs> my favorite finisher. What is my favorite finisher? Or what's your favorite move? I love suplexes. All suplexes? Not like regular suplexes, like overhead. and. I still haven't looked up how many suplexes there are, but I know that there's 37 different DDTs. Yeah, there's a bunch of suplexes. And then there's variations. But... Um... No, you know what my favorite finisher is, and nobody does it because, like, too many people would get injured if you did curb it. Curb stomp? No, not the curb stomp. It's um, it's called the Steiner Screwdriver. Scott Steiner did it in Japan, and I think somebody it, else... Too many people would get hurt, and it would be Scott Steiner. It's, um, <laughs> it's a suplex, and he holds them up, and he turns it into a sit-down pile driver. Oh, yeah, I've seen that one before. Um, I also like Greetings from Asbury Park. That's used to be Bam Bam Bigelow's finisher, which is kind of similar. What's a favorite move, then, other than just suplexes? I love soul food. <laughs> I love soul, soul food, food. And just moonsaults in general, but especially moonsaults when Chuck Taylor does them. And I love gator rolls. Not for obvious reasons. Um, I just, and I love Dirty Deeds, not for the th- reason that you would think also. So. I... You can say RKO, it's okay. I mean, I do like the RKO. It's so cool looking. <laughs> uh, I don't know what else. Um, I'm trying to go through all... I, I love the Dragon Sleeper, which used to be Ultimate Dragon's finisher. Yeah. Um, 3D, I love 3D. 3D yeah. is one of my favorite finishers. Yeah. Tag team finishers. At I'm least. glad that I'm making you think about this. Uh, Death Valley Driver. Yes. Uh, not John Cena's version. Well, yeah. first of all, when John Cena was came on the scene as, like, rapper John Cena, he was doing 
a legit Death Valley driver, and that was the only reason I was like, this guy's fucking cool. Really? Because I love the Death Valley driver. And then when you make it look all, like, wishy-washy. Where you, could, like, throw the guy up in the air a million, like, a million feet in the air, and just, it doesn't look as cool. Yeah. Everybody's always like, oh, fucking f it's gonna destroy people, and I'm like, he's just throwing them, right? Onto their face. Well, that's how gravity works. They're not gonna, like, turn over unless you leave like, this like, People aren't cats. It works. It's throwing people, though. Uh, what else? It fucking hurts. Eddie Gross, Frog Splash. It's always great. Frog Splash, not Rick Van Damme. Or, excuse me, Rob Van Damme. Not Rob Van Damme, no. Yeah. Eddie Gross, Frog Splash is way better. Eddie Gross is a lot better at lots of things. Yes, he is. Yes. And we're saying is, not was, because yeah. he lives. No, I don't got anything else. I really? Mean, I don't know. It's just it's what about so hard. A what? The Quackenbush move. Oh, the Quacken drivers are cool. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, if it looks cool. What I about a favorite indie it. one? Not like a. I'm just genuinely curious. I'm a not favorite. trying to waste time. No, no, no. Yeah. A favorite indie finisher? Because Lord knows I talk. There's some really cool ones. Like some really cool ones. Yeah, I just can't. I can't fucking think of any right now, off the top of my head. Like I was just looking like crazy finishers, and it was just like a like a facebusters one, and that's where I saw. The, um, why do I keep, I want to say, like, Picture Perfect, but that's his nickname. It's Photo Finish. I thought it was such a fuck, yeah, I watched it, like, five times in yeah. a row. It's fucking awesome looking. Um, I like Brain Busters. <laughs> I can't think of an indie any finisher just, right now. Yeah, any variations of it? Like, I'm, like, I'm genuinely curious. Because you're, like, oh, wrestling moves, and I'm just, like, what is John's favorite? I know which, what things he hates, but I don't know what things John likes. <laughs> um, I really like, and I, I don't. Think, I think ACH does it. It's a and it's not his finisher, but he does the step up dive to the outside. Like he springs off the second rope, and it looks mm-hmm. like he's gonna like fuck up, but he's in control the entire time. It yeah. flips over. I like that. Um, fucking, I can't. Oh, you know what? I really like Trevor Lee's. I think it's a small package driver. Okay. I really like that. I had to stop and think about what that looked like. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, I always love the package pile driver. I think that's great. Just pile great. drivers. Pile drivers. What about are Omega drivers. Omega driver, which is oh, the awful waffle. Oh yes. Actually, oh, what is what is Kenny Omega's finisher called? Everything Kenny Omega does is awesome. Yeah. Oh, I love Naito's finisher, but that's not really indie. Yeah, I think I just like twisty moves. Yeah. Hence Gator Roll, which yeah. I just love, and it's like the simplest, like like. It's an amateur wrestling move. Yeah. And I'm still like, oh, fuck, that's awesome. And not because Don said it. I did. I did. because Don said it. I did say one time, uh, I don't know if it was on this show, but I was watching um, CMLL and I was, <laughs> it was a match. I think it was Rush and La Sombra. So it was Lo, uh, Los and Gobernables. And, <laughs> oh, and there was another guy. I can't remember who else was with them. I've listened to all the tornado tags and I don't think you've mentioned it. Okay. And... <laughs> Two of them get the guy up in a vertical suplex, and the third guy just punches the dude in the dick. He just punches him straight in the dick, and then they're <laughs> like, fucking hilarious. They're like, okay, and then they drop it back into a double suplex. It just reminds me of Ebola, where it was just like everybody gets kicked in the dick. Yes, like, I was just like, did they just punch that dude in the dick? Like, was it a springboard dick kick? <laughs> was that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's so funny. NXT. We start off with a match that I thought I wasn't going to like and ended up somewhat liking. You the, liked a fight, Bros. Match? The VOD Villains. 
versus the Hype Bros, and what I put, the Battle of the Worst Entrance Thieves. Oh, basically. But you know what? I only hate the Hype Bros song because that one part where they're like, bro, 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 it just takes you out of the song completely. Yeah. Besides that, it's crazy song. They did, Vaudevillains did that move I hate. The bend over and stand there to obviously kick to, get kicked in the face. And I fucking hate it. It's so terrible. Every time I'm like... Suspend your disbelief. In, yeah, it immediately just snaps me out of being... I was just like, oh, wrestling is not real. Like, all of a sudden, I'm just like, I fucking hate it. But would you be able to see the Vaudevillains wrestle live at an event and have it lose the magic because it's not in black and white? Like, would that bother you? Because I feel like it would bother me. The Vaude villains in general just Stealing, bother me. Except for Simon Gotch's Simon Gotch is His hair, just his hair now, not the mustache, confuses me almost as much as Corey Graves' hair. I, I don't know what's going on. So I, they're <laughs> just like, I, they just don't know what to do with them. And I think yeah. they're both really good wrestlers. They're just, now they're bad guys again. I, I don't under, their music is. Why did I forget the other ones? Aiden English. Aiden English. I yeah. feel like they just gave him that gimmick because he's losing his hair. Well, Aiden English was originally, and if you go back far enough on NXT, go back far enough, not far enough, like I'd say, like a year and a half, maybe longer than that. Fuck. He his gimmick was he would sing to himself to the ring, and it's it a rich swan thing. <laughs> well, he didn't have. I think he didn't even have like a song. That's fucking hilarious. And, and I also re- terrible. It was like it was okay, but at one point, I remember I was watching it. And this is after a couple weeks of him doing the gimmick. He finished singing, and people from the crowd, like, legit threw roses at him. And I was like, this is that's the greatest the shit I've ever seen in my oh entire life. Oh, my God. It that's was amazing. so funny. That's so funny. But, yeah, they don't really know what to do with them. I thought the match was it was all right. Yeah. What I did... I feel like there's a lot of people in NXT that they don't really know what yeah. to do with. Because, obviously, they're... they're growing as wrestlers yeah. and so it's supposed to be kind of iffy at the like not iffy i don't know how to use that without sounding offensive but you right. know developing i love the commentary during this match especially Corey graves i love Corey graves commentary Corey graves I, oh my god i love to hate him if Corey graves was as good as he was at commentating as he was at wrestling he'd be the greatest wrestler of all time dude Corey I, Graves, he's good at a lot of things, and it pisses me off. He's so good. It's like, he could stop wrestling everything entirely and still make money. He's like Chuck Taylor. Yeah. yeah. He has, he, a, he has a degree and all of that shit, and I'm just like, where do you find time for that, you fucker? And get a neck tattoo. He's just so good. I just, Do you hate him because he has a neck tattoo? No, I, um, <laughs> I don't think that, that was the original reason I hated him. I was just like, I don't get this guy at all, like... He's like rock. Stay down. I have my catchphrase tattooed on my fucking. I feel like now he Corey Graves. I feel like him as a character. He just hates everyone that looks like people would like them more, or they just look cooler. Like they have a better. Like he looks at someone and goes, "Hmm, that person looks like they have a fascinating backstory. I'm gonna fucking hate them." Like he's just jealous of all the people that look like they'd be cooler than him. He, he that's the way he behaves. Yeah, he just did really good on commentary. Hella jealous of Byron, man. I re- <laughs> I really need him to. I need him and Mara to be the SmackDown booth. I would. Because yeah. you know the respect would be there. Oh my god, it'd be so good. Corey Graves knows what he's talking about. Carmel, most of the time. time. (laughs) Carmella versus Emma Omega, as I think the internet has dubbed her, because she wears 
she wears the sunglasses and, and the gloves and it's kind of like Kenny Omega's thing. It's so true. Um, I love that her outfit goes with her gimmick and it's not just like I'm wearing a sparkly bathing suit yeah. kind of thing and it goes with it. I'm just like, I like it a I lot. You. I love you. Remember when I hated Carmilla? Yeah, I think I think one of the episodes you guessed it on a while ago, we talked about how we weren't really sold on Carmella. Yeah, she's improved a lot. Um, yeah, she has. There was one point in this match where the crowd was just she didn't she do dead. a didn't she do a Rana though? Yeah, she did a Rana. That's and that's impressive enough by itself to me. <laughs> but I don't. She feels like like I look at her and I feel like she'd be hella cool. I think it's just the way that she delivers things. Carmella. Yeah, she delivers things. It's something that like. I've seen before as a performer and yeah. I identify with it. Like when I see her as her character, right, I'm like right. I can, I can see the acting quality of that. But Dana Brooke makes me want to vomit. <laughs> um, she was dressed like Natalia and Naomi, like together in one outfit. It was awful. Yeah. And then the little part where Emma danced, I was looking at it and going, no, stop it. This, this is wrong. Stop it. Cause she was actually dancing and not like Emma dancing. And it was breaking my heart. <laughs> I don't know. Evil Emma. Yeah, evil Emma. Don't you think it's funny, though, that Emma's dating Ryder and Dana Brooks dating Ziggler and Ryder and Ziggler are like BFFs forever? Yes. I, I just realized that funny. and I went, that's that's pretty funny. Dana Brooks is fucking disgusting. <laughs> I would probably love her in real life, though. Kind of like Seamus. I hope not. <laughs> so Enzo and Big Cass versus two guys. Uh, that's my note. I on just them. put miscellaneous jobbers. There you go. That's better. How well did he take that being tossed over the okay. top rope? That fucking looked like it hella hurt. I put holy shit moment. Big Cass throws the dude over the top rope and onto the floor. If you watch the crowd right after that happens, everyone stops paying attention to what's going on in the ring to stand up and look to see if that dude's okay. Like, the crowd turns and looks. It's fucking Seriously? Nuts. And he, like... He launched that dude. God. I think that's the first time in forever I've seen, like, Enzo and Kaz, like, wrestle. Just, and beat the shit out of two Or guys. ever, yeah. Um, I think I think my new thing is, I'm gonna just... Because so many wrestlers have tattoos, and I was just looking at Enzo's weird as fuck tattoos. I'm just gonna review wrestling tattoos. And just be like, that is a piece of garbage. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fine if you would no, like to do that. No, it's just... Yeah, because we were talking about Ricochet's tattoos earlier, yeah. and I just think of all the wrestlers that have tattoos, and just, they're fascinating, because I mean, I have them, but I don't know. <laughs> Who uh, knows? There's a really good possibility I'm going to punch you in the throat, Tom. Corey Graves' greatest <laughs> color commentator of all is time. seriously so fucking funny. He's so funny, because he, like, okay, so JBL pisses me off. Yeah. But JBL also is like, cause he says unbelievably, like it makes you angry and yeah. it's unbelievable, but he yes. also sounds like he doesn't even believe himself. What he's saying? Right. Corey Graves is actually believably hateful. And like, I think that's why I'm just like, I can't stand him because he's when so he's good. mean, I'm like, there's, he's feeding off some douchebaggery down yeah. there somewhere because yeah. that sounds way too real. Who knows? Uh, the next segment we have is William Regal's decision, which is interrupted oh, by Banter Corbin. Corbin being a whiny little bitch. Banter Corbin, this is dumb. I I'm should a whiny be in the little match. bitch. And then William Regal's like, well, the one part of that match was that you lost. My so. pants lace up like a corset. <laughs> you lost. And he's like, this is stupid, and leaves. So, when a British guy tells you that, then you just talk. Yeah. <laughs> 
So we're going to get the rematch between Samoa Joe and Sami Zayn. At some point, winner will face Finn Balor. Sami Zayn is the only person that can wear a page boy hat, and I won't roll my eyes at them. <laughs> he apparently wears that shit everywhere. Yeah, it works, though, because it goes along with just him. I think he really person. he wanted them to, like, he's like, hey, can you guys, like, brand my own? Because he, like, with the SZ. That's so cute. He's like, I want one. He gets way too excited. He's so excited. Oh, he's adorable. <laughs> I love the next match, though, by the way. Okay, I did, too. It was Asuka versus Santana, Santana Garrett, Garrett. Who I had heard of before. Who she's, was very impressive. She came out strong style Santana coming yeah. out with the elbows. <laughs> elbows everywhere. I really I really like this match. I love the ones where... Where obviously Oscar's going to pick up the win. Where obviously yeah. the NXT wrestler's going to pick up the win, but it's not done in a really I'm going to kick the shit out of you. Yeah, it's in not like done two in minutes. a jobber match. It's yeah. not going to be like I'm going to. I like it when it's uh, via submission yeah. almost, because then it's because you have to resort to a submission and not knock someone out. Yes, you know, and I feel like it's more. I just really like that match. I feel like she did a lot of like. Santana Garrett's really good. Yeah, I was so, very pleased with that match and yeah. gave me a little bit of hope for his Dude, the newcomers. Asuka is like a creepy anime villain. Yeah, she That's is. What she and reminds I love me. it. I, I, I want to compare her to like Orochimaru from Naruto, which only select people will understand. That's all you. And then Brock Lesnar, look this one up because this one is legitimately. Brock Lesnar looks like Kisami from Naruto. I'm pretty sure I've seen that. He fucking looks like him. I saw it and I went, ew, because I hate Kasami. I'm a nerd, sorry. So the, yeah. this match. Second Naruto reference I've made. Which was so so weird during the, the um this this next match is scheduled for one fall and is part of the Divas division. What is that that's even? That's what they said. That's what the announcer said. I was like, this they is don't so ever fucking call them weird. That. Or the women's division. I yeah. can't remember. It's just like, yeah, no shit. I understand what's happening. Like it just seemed really weird. And then the next match, which was our main event, was a... I love Oscar's outfit, though, side note. No, it's... They can't decide what it wants to be, but no, I love it because it's, it's Lisa Frank. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> uh, the main event was a title-free match, which is the weirdest way to say a non-title match I've ever heard. It, it was, was a very great. good match, yes. Go it ahead. You two, probably have a lot more notes. Two, it was two really incredible wrestlers did a really incredible match. And it was, I don't yeah. think they had wrestled each other before in the indies at no, all. No, I don't think so. But, and it was a class act. I was like borderline teary eyed. I was just like, you could tell right away that they really expect, like, respect each other in yeah. real life. But also, excuse me, I'm just going to call him Uha. He's still super fucking excited to be there, and it's adorable. Yeah. Like, the genuine, like, oh my God, as he comes down the ramp is like, the, like it's so cute. It's like child at Christmas adorable. Yeah, and the combo they did right before the commercial break. What commercial was it? It was like fucking Randy Orton, whatever one. You don't watch commercial breaks, just kidding. No. It was like done, it was executed so smoothly. I don't know how to, ex I don't, God, I wish you would have seen it, but it was really pretty. Like No, I mean, I, I saw the whole match. I just didn't see the commercials. Yeah. So I don't know which. Dude, Kip Up after an apron lariat. Yes. That was fucking Jeez. gorgeous. Dear Lord. Um. Finn finished off the match. Such a good match though. It was a very good match. Finn finished off the match with the Bloody Sunday, which is a I mean he used to do as just I think a random move, but it was his finisher in New Japan when he was a part of the Bullet Club. So Holy maybe that which he which he is so that's a little. That could be a little spoiler for later. I I looked at it and it was like right to the back of the dome. 
Yeah. And I was like, that shit's like a double curb stomp. Oh, the oh the uh, yeah, he did the, was, uh, the coup de gras to the back of his head. That yeah, was nuts. Yeah, I was like, okay, you know what? They like won't let anyone do a curb yeah. stomp anymore. And I was like, that fucking shit is even more dangerous. I'm sure they got in trouble for that. Yeah, I was like, dude, double curb. That was fucking ridiculous. Like, it looks dangerous as fuck. No, it... It is dangerous as fuck without look being like looking like it is, unless you know. And I almost wonder if Triple H gives them a little more leeway on shit like that, but I highly doubt it because I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, but I, good show. But I I did say to you earlier when we were watching Lucha Underground, like that I love how because when I was uh, researching stuff to see if they had wrestled each other before, yeah. um, Finn and Uha, um, you look them up or you search them on Wikipedia or you even Google them and you'll search like Finn Balor and the It'll Wikipedia title is Prince, Prince Devitt and the same thing but with Uha Nation and their like NXT name is like somewhere else on there and I was like God, that's awesome I don't know why I was so like touched by that oh that's my side note just side note it goes along with Uha the weekend the Wrestlemania weekend where we saw all those awesome wrestlers did you know how Rich Swan got the audition for WWE no it was fucking Wale who I was sitting two people really? away from, and he tweeted, this guy is a moneymaker. He needs to work for you guys. He's fucking amazing. And they, and then Mark Henry saw it huh. and got him an audition, and that's what happened is because Wale was such a huge Rich Swan fan. Wale. <laughs> Literally <laughs> Wale the among, yeah, among the people. Literally just traveling with his fucking That was so weird. Of it. It, was, I it loved was it. It was his tour bus. Yeah. I was sitting like two people away and he was just like some dude. Yeah, he just came out. Posse. Yeah, he came out with a posse and just was at the Evolve show just watching It was Evolve. crazy and people weren't going like ape shit or anything, but everyone knew he was there. It was so cool. Did you know that was that Uha's like last indie match? Yeah. That's, I didn't know that. Was it his last? Yes. Yeah, I guess so because Brooklyn was mm, summer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm not sure, yeah. but. That makes sense. Anyways, back to that. I just thought that was really huh. interesting. There you go. So, we watched season two, episode two of Lucha Underground, which great. has already been announced for a third season, which is Fucking awesome. Great. That's fantastic. Uh, this show was, it might have been better than the first one. I, I really it liked was. it. Opened with Pentagon Jr. and Prince Puma, and basically Pentagon Jr. saying, hey, we need to beat the shit out of these dudes, but after we're done beating the shit out of these dudes, I'm going to break your arm. And Prince Sorry. Puma doesn't speak Spanish. Prince Fu just doesn't speak, and I don't know why. I I don't know. It's just weird. Because he sounds like Dylan. Probably. <laughs> so the first match was Johnny Mundo versus Killshot. Uh, really? Johnny Mundo in Tyler Breeze pants. Yes. Or Tyler Breeze in Johnny Mundo. With useless pockets. Um, they were they were like freaking bedazzled too. <laughs> Yeah, they were they were <laughs> it makes out of it extra non-functional and a pretty good match. Uh, Killshot, the crowd was really getting behind Killshot, who I had definitely seen before. Yeah, I knew who it was, and I was just like, because I was like, I know that there was a wrestler I saw at CZW that went to Lucha Underground, and then yeah, Killshot it was great. The standing Spanish fly was nuts. Such so fucking nuts. Um, Johnny Mundo picks so up cool. the victory, and after the match, but he, didn't he cheat? He did cheat, which uh, was su- it was such a weird. Kicked him in the dick, man. But well, he, like, he, like, he hucked him over his head and, and then did like a kick. back kick. He it was very creative. Like, donkey way. kicked him in the dick. <laughs> yes, basically, that's exactly what he did. And uh, Mundo challenges uh, Mil Muertes, and then Cage comes out. My favorite person. 
I fucking love Cage. And Cage challenges Mil Muertes. Are they going just by last names now? His, that's what his name is. It's just Cage. Dude, Brian Cage's real last name? Buttons. Yeah, he told, told me. <laughs> Isn't that fucking hilarious? Buttons. <laughs> so Mundo attacks Cage from behind, and they're obviously going to set up a match. And everybody's like, "Cage is going to kill you." And yeah, you probably could. <laughs> you probably could. Then we get like the weirdest segment between uh, Marty the Moth and Sexy Star, who he had kidnapped last season. All I saw was Ricardo Rodriguez. Marty equally the, as creepy. Marty the Moth is super fucking creepy. I did enjoy that segment because he's like, oh, we're going to bring you back to the temple. But me and my sister, they've been teasing his sister for a like while. Like Sister Abigail? <laughs> no, just like his legit Is sister. Is his sister also a verb? <laughs> Abigail. What was it? Was it Sister Abigail? Sister Abigail. Abigail. <laughs> sister Abigail did. <laughs> um, oh, no, don't even get past tense. So... Yeah, that segment was creepy. Then we got a Darewolf PJ Black segment. I was so excited. It just showed the like motorcycle and then like part of his eyes, and I immediately knew who it was. And they did a little vignette for him beating up other bikers, and then he debuted next, which was weird. Which we also saw him. Yeah, we saw him at WrestleMania. He was so fucking good. Yeah, he's very good. I and like I had repeatedly said, dude, second job way better than first job. Second job, way better than first job. It's so true. And then I and then I asked you who you thought. Well, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get back to that. So uh, PJ Black takes on the Mac, and who we also saw. Who I've seen many a time. He's he's here all the time. Yes, he's great. So great and uh, very good match. It was really good. Yeah. Ended with PJ Black coming off the top rope springboard, and but uh, the Mac caught him in a diamond cutter RKO. It was a good match. It was very yeah. It was. We both went. Hmm, RKO. But I looked at it like PJ. I just thought of this right now because I I see people automatically. I identify people via what they're wearing. Yeah. And I was like, PJ Black's pants were like so. There was so much going on. Yeah. They were really visually noisy. Like <laughs> I was like, what is that? I, they were I, like I biker pants. No, like there was BMX. so much like stuff on it. Like all of the, all of the scrap fabric. Put together, it's kind of like Osaka, where it's like all of the scrap fabric, like the ends that they've hemmed off of other outfits, so they just yeah. like tied on it. <laughs> I just thought of that right now. I was like, dude, fucking visually really loud. And then we had another mm-hmm. vignette for a Cob- Cobra Moon. I hate that name. Which is a very strange name, but strange and terrible. That's fine, I guess. Uh, she is going to debut next week, which is cool. I guess. I guess. Um, Pentagon Jr. and Prince Puma versus the Disciples of Death. Death Eaters. The Death Eaters. Um, It was a fun (laughs) match. It was basically a lot of, will will Prince Puma and Pentagon work together? We don't know. No, they won't. And uh, Pentagon Jr. ends up stealing the pinfall. And then Pentagon and Puma fight, and Pentagon tries tries to break his his arm. arm. And I was like, that is not happening. And he wig- he wiggles out of it. Yeah, he wiggles out of it. And then, Pentagon Jr. is the fucking weirdest name. I love Pentagon Jr. He's uh, great. A five-sided geometric shape Jr. Um, the end credit scene is someone is talking to, and I can't remember his name. It was the the masked dragon, I think, is what it translates. Yeah, to. and you said, "Oh, I know who you are." <laughs> as soon as the person started talking, I'm like, "Oh, it's Rey Mysterio," and 
Sure enough, it was Rey Mysterio. Crystal so Rey Mysterio <laughs> is <crystal>. coming. <laughs> Hello, yes, indeed. Uh, Rey Mysterio is coming to Lucha Underground, which is great for everyone. Yeah. And that was all the shows we watched. Yeah. And that's the end of the show. No. Oh wait, what was it that I said I was going to ask you? So we get to it later. Oh, uh, other than we have to go to that APW show. Oh, the one in yeah. Mostly because Holland and Paolo, you know, Holland and Paolo are sick. Or, and then there's the PW Revolution one, but that's in San Francisco, and I avoid San Francisco as much as possible. Well, and that, this one's based, the APW one's basically in San Francisco, too. Basically in San Francisco, though. The other one is in San Francisco. Yeah. I hate San Francisco. Yeah. But my question for you, though, was which wrestlers have been released from the WWE? Like, their contracts have been, like, not renewed or Determ- whatnot. Have they been... That you uh, thought were sure. had a lot of thought were really good or had a lot of promise and whatnot that you didn't not necessarily who you didn't think should be released because some people just don't fare well you know like you so yeah, they're not uh, appreciated right um I'd say out of people I know that had a contract um I say this because of PJ Black no PJ Black second second job and the first job yeah <laughs> they were never gonna do anything with him that. Despite him being fucking great. Yeah, he's fa- he. I like him a lot more than I did in WWE. He's amazing. Like I said, there's some people who just fare better. I'd say Willie Mack. Willie Mack was signed to NXT. He was there for, I want, I actually don't even know if he went. He was signed, he and he had his send-off, and then, like, two weeks later, it was like, oh, never mind. So I don't know what happened, but I'd say maybe Yeah, maybe everybody really was back. super happy for him, and then he's, like, back, and I was like, oh, God, that's so awkward and terrible. Yeah. Didn't Paul London work for WWE, too? Paul London did, but, I mean, he was there forever. He, yeah, this is true. Um, and then he and then he went to Big Time Wrestling. Yeah, he's been everywhere. In Newark. <laughs> um, California. It's hard because I feel like if this... Drew Galloway. Yeah, I was gonna. That was who I was thinking of just now. If he wasn't in, like, God, he was a three man band. Five man band. He was also in a five man <laughs> band. He was in three man band. Oh my God. Oh, that was so funny. He uh... was when he first came to WWE. He, I thought he was fucking great. I really liked him a lot. He's so tall and scary. And then they and then they had nothing to do with him. They're like, let's put him in this funny thing with these guys. Man, what a waste. Yeah, they really fucked up good with him. And then they're like, mm, let's pick straws and keep you flicker. Yeah, basically. basically. Pick the one with the studded pants. They, sh- I mean, <laughs> if if this Drew Galloway was in WWE, oh my god, he's be- really good. He's fantastic. I still think Five Man Band was the funniest thing. I loved watching that match though. I'm talking about Bola. Because you could tell that I don't think he had done anything like that before, and he was having so much fun. Well, he and had, you could tell yeah. that he was having so much fun. Well, because he hadn't done like a funny thing probably since. And that's all Chuck Taylor does. Yeah, he hadn't done like a funny thing since. Uh, Forever. Well, three man band. And that so. wasn't even like funny. Chuck Taylor's fucking hilarious. Yeah. I don't even think he, he didn't even tell him he was going to call him five man band. No, he didn't because he said in the room. I know. He was he, like, oh my he's God. a great improviser. Did I tell you that somebody told me on. Twitter that I was like really funny and one day I'm going to have a fucking Comedy Central show with Chuck Taylor and I've never been more touched in my life because Chuck Taylor is legit top three up there. You you don't count. Favorite people ever. Oh, so, sweet. Yeah. yeah. Don's doesn't count as being my favorite wrestler. Chuck Taylor's my favorite wrestler. Don's can't count. Sorry. Alright. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, who's your favorite? I don't even think I know that. My favorite wrestler? Yeah. Johnny Gargano. Okay. 
Why, how did I not know any of these things? I love Johnny Gargano. Lay on the ground, roll around, kick people in the face. It's so funny because, like, everyone now is just coming around to Johnny Gargano. Even yeah, but though the I've internet been... still fucking hates him. No, I they don't. Him. It's it's turning around. For the longest time, my background on my phone was that picture of Johnny Gargano with Chuck Taylor. That's, like, a super bad picture of both of them. But uh, the fact that it's really bad together makes yeah. it great. I've always loved Johnny Gargano. I don't... Uh, some people just don't like him. A lot of people... Uh, he wrestled, I think he wrestled Timothy Thatcher for an Evolve. Permanently pissed Thatcher. Yeah, I think he wrestled him for an Evolve, and that's when the internet went, okay, this dude is fucking legit. Even though, I mean... We've been, I mean... I actually also really like Tommaso Ciampa, which is weird because they're a tag team. You sick fuck. (laughs) But Tommaso Ciampa is having great matches, too, on on the indies. Um... So, uh, yeah, he's great. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think they're going to do with Johnny Organo? The fact that he was at fucking NXT and then, like, well, the fact that he was at NXT and he's, I think he's won a couple of matches. And I know Tommaso Ciampa had a match that was they, just they Tommaso Ciampa together, yeah. versus some guy, and Tommaso Ciampa just a won. Guy. I don't know who it was. I can't remember. Was that an NXT taping? No. Just a guy. Did, wait, who got hurt? Ty Dillinger. Yeah, that sucks. Don't you wish it was Alex Riley? I just wish they'd fire Alex. I wish they'd grow a pair and fire Alex Riley. Just get rid of him. Fire just a guy. Just fire him. Banter Corbin is the only just a guy you need. (laughs) But I didn't know Johnny Gargano was your favorite. That's funny. Gargano or or Naito. Naito? Remember when it was Shinsuke? Shinsuke is still great. Like, I love how your favorite wrestlers are ones that are, like, independent or Japanese wrestlers. And the same thing with mine. Yeah. But, I mean, my first favorite wrestler was Chris Jericho. And... Chuck Taylor's favorite wrestler is Chris Jericho. Actually, that's a lie. It's Road Dog, but still. <laughs> uh, if I had to pick like a WWE favorite, I'd probably say. Well, I mean, those guys are technically in. I don't even know if they're signed to WWE. I have no idea what's going on with them. I obviously love Dean Ambrose and um, CM Punk. Your favorite was CM Punk for a long time, I remember that. Yeah. I don't know if that's like. He's not active anymore, so well, I don't consider Super taboo to like CM Punk. Like, no. Even still. I don't think so. I don't know. I just think he's so great. I think. People just—I uh, thought he was brilliant when he was in the WWE. Brilliant. Yeah, I've always loved CM Punk. I—I th- I think he's very talented. He just didn't want to wrestle anymore, and people are are just mad that he quit. My favorite people are the people that are just really good at talking. Hence, why Dean Ambrose is my favorite. Yeah. But Dean Ambrose is my favorite because he's just brilliant. Like, brilliant. He's a good actor, and he doesn't even know it. Yeah. <laughs> he's a great actor. <laughs> so let us get to some news items before we get to questions from Facebook. Uh, Will Osprey signed with New Japan which last week, which is awesome, week, which is fantastic. It's he starts great. April tenth and will be in this year's Best of the Super Juniors, which is going to be fucking awesome. Slash, it's just going to have a bunch of gaijin in it. Super Junior is a Korean boy band. Well, it's also a tournament in New Japan for wrestling. It's a Korean boy band with like 12 members. (laughs) So Korean. At once? No, there's like so many members of it. At one time? Yeah, I'm serious. Damn, that's crazy. It's fucking ridiculous. But that's such a Korean thing. That's nuts. Such a K-pop thing. So Super Juniors Juniors (laughs) is going to be great. Um, Because he's fucking great. Well, yeah, and then Ricochet will be there too and Matt Seidel and... Ricochet is probably one of my favorite wrestlers too. Um, yeah, Ricochet is great too. So mm-hmm. it it should be interesting yeah. to see that's a, where that that's goes. That's really good news. Very I mean, exciting. He signed with New Japan and he doesn't have an action figure, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that match, like 
Somebody on Twitter was talking to me about it, and they were like, dude, that's, like, top five favorite indie matches of all time. Like, the it was Osprey, really, yeah, uh, it was so fucking good. It was long, too. It was very good. Yeah. Osprey and, why can't I remember his name? Marty Skrull. Marty Skrull. Mm-hmm. Totally forgot his name for two seconds. Yeah. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura's WWE deal is for <laughs> three years. So he has a three-year deal with WWE. They apparently have been contacting him since 2014. And he said, I can't... He's been super Shinsuke. He's like, I can't (laughs) tell you who has been contacting me because they could get in trouble or something. I don't know. So I don't know what that's about. But um, there's a lot of rumors that they're going to change his name, which I think would be really fucking stupid. Um, Shinsuke is hard to pronounce. Just call him Nakamura, then. For a lot of fucking stupid-ass people. And it doesn't even... Japanese is so easy to pronounce. Yeah, but it also doesn't matter because it's Shinsuke, right? But a lot of... One of the Japanese announcers calls him Shinsuke. So, who cares? Like, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, I know it's, it's really Shinsuke. I was going to say, I know it's like people saying Asuka. Or was yes. Asuka? No, Asuka. So, that's fine. Just, I don't think they should change his name. I think that'd be really dumb and make no sense. Change to something super, super Just Japanese. call him Nakamura Shinsuke. Give him, like, the last name Watanabe. Call him Nakamura Shinsuke. Switch the names around. It still makes sense to the Japanese people. Yeah. Because that's how they Every, say yeah, it anyway. How, yeah, exactly. So, whatever. <laughs> that's going to be super exciting. I'm very excited for that. So, the uh, questions from Facebook. We had some good ones this time. Complicated um, ones, but good ones. The first one was we, they wanted <laughs> us to comment on the Kenny Omega... Uh, Xavier Woods feud. Which I did not know about, and I'm mad. Um, I knew about the first video, which was the one where he's like, it was me, Austin. It was me all along. <laughs> which was fucking great. Um, I like Xavier how they... Woods is fucking great. I like how they went about this, because it's very smart. Because obviously, Kenny Omega is signed to New Japan. He works for New Japan, which I guess is technically a competing company. And Xavier Woods works for WWE. Xavier Woods doesn't give a fuck. Well, here's here's how the smart way they got around it. So up, up, down, down is a, his channel, which yeah, is that's what I was just going to say. Which is actually, I'm pretty sure owned owned by WWE now. Now it is at least they yeah, put the they, production, which fucking sucks. It's still good. Yeah, it's still good, but then they like they like got their greedy little hands in it. Yeah, and it's just. Honestly, no. New Day New Day can do whatever the fuck they want at this point. Basically, they, I, and they do do whatever the fuck. Do they? they, they I haven't watched Up Up Down Down in a while, but they, do they still do all of their shit in like closets and stuff? Or do yeah, they, yes. Okay, thank God. So that didn't change. So <laughs> it's like we can't have Kenny Omega on the fucking Up Up Down Down channel because that's like you can't do that for some reason. So what they did is all the videos because he signed you to a different put company. Sizzle on it. <laughs> no, he signed to WWE. Sizzle, Damien Sandow was signed to WWE. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so the smart thing Xavier Woods did was he put all all of these videos are on Twitter. So it's like they can't make. Oh, you know what it is? Because if that video gets enough hits with Kenny Omega on the up, up, down, down, that makes money for WWE. So you can't do that through the eyes of New Japan. So, so they put all these videos up, and this it's. Is why Lucha Underground so great. It's basically well, none of these guys could. It's it's just just how it is. It's just how it That's is. That's what I, one of the things I love about Lucha Underground is tape them all at once and let them have their jobs outside of that too. So great. They played NBA Jam. 
which yeah. was really funny. And uh, Xavier what, Woods what ended up winning. What console was that for? No, they, this was arcade. They were in an arcade. Oh, my fucking God. I think it was Barcade, which is a – it's a bar in an arcade. I think that's what it was. Yeah. And uh, Xavier oh Woods, uh, he beats him. And then the next game they played – was Daytona USA, which is a racing game, and Kenny Omega won. So they're tied at one of these. Upset with Xavier Woods. He's pretty upset. Yeah, he got upset when Kofi Kingston beat him at FIFA. So <laughs> uh, I really love this. I think Kenny Omega is super talented, and every time I see him in like a segment like this, I'm like, man, that's another guy that WWE fucked up on because he's yeah. he's just an anime. He's an anime character and villain for sure. I think his new nickname should be the but final boss, Kenny Omega. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> he's just fucking great. I love that's him. That's so great. He he is kind of like he's like one of those anime villains that would have like a fucking fat ass fangirl like yeah. base. He's base. so over the top, it's ridiculous. Yeah, basically. Yeah, really over the top. Asuka just is creepy. Like the way she delivers everything is like creepy anime like Yeah. Ew. So I'm I'm really enjoying the videos. I think that it's really good. Uh, it's just fun. It's it's also just cool to see two guys and what games they play from too. different yeah from different companies working together just for fun. Yeah, nothing ridiculous. Because it's it's what's so, that's what's so great about Above Down Down. It's just them being them. Yeah, all of them. It doesn't matter who's on there. And that's where I was just like, Heath Slater's so fucking great. And then. They did something with him, despite it being because of all the injuries and whatnot, but I'm glad they're doing something, you know, but it's only, yeah. it's only because everybody and their fucking mother is injured. Yes. So. Oh, boy. That's a whole I thing. I miss this locker room. Uh, he sh- <laughs> should hopefully be back very soon. He's, hopefully. like, drinking coffee at home somewhere. Hella coffee. <laughs> uh, so, Wendell asked, should AJ Styles slowly build his WWE career up, or should he instantly be put into the title scene. I love that question. So don't know why, but I love it. As of right now, he asked another question, but we'll ask this one first. Um, (laughs) As of right now, so he's feuding with the Miz. He's going to feud with Jericho. It's easy to feud with the Miz. Um, Yeah. So (sighs) remember when we wanted Ambrose to feud with Miz because of the movies? Yes. And they didn't fucking do anything. That was such a good idea. I don't know why they did it. So God, John, why do you not work for the WWE? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, do I think he should slowly build his career up? Well, it looks like that's what WWE is doing right now. Um, I honestly feel like if if John Cena was still the United States champion, this is who he should yes. have lost to. Yes. That would have been... I feel like even John Cena would agree with that. <laughs> that would have been amazing. But that's not what happened. So... I don't, I don't know. Oddly enough, I don't know how I feel about... I just want AJ to... Be AJ? I want him to be AJ, and I want him to have good matches. I'm not really concerned about him being in a title scene, but see, a title scene could mean a number of things. It could mean Intercontinental title. It could mean the U.S. title. I make a face when you say that. <laughs> it could mean the world title, but I don't think they're going to push him right to world title right now. I'd say if anything, I could see him... Kick his ass, like kick people's asses to the top real fast. Yeah, I could see him okay. being the United States champion or like in about two months. I could see it. So like after Mania, I could yeah. see that. Happen. Do you think that they're going to make any of the storylines like people pissed off because he's new? They're already like, doing that. Uh, well, not Miss, really. Miss's opinion doesn't fucking count. 
they're not mad that he's nude. Like, I guess that's more of, like, he's mad because he kicked the shit out of him. I want AJ Styles to be the reason Miz finally retires. No. <laughs> just in just in my mind, I think that would be funny. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I, would, I would like him to be pushed to a title scene. Yes, I think he should be instantly pushed. There we go. That... We got to the answer after a little bit. Yeah. I, I, it's not going to happen, but yeah, I feel like he should have a title. See, this is where a I TV wanna, title would come into play very nicely. He could be a TV champion. He'd be on TV every champion. week, and he could just... Hmm? Yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, the other question he had is who slash what should Ooh. be... <laughs> should, Two question words. Who slash what should be the first rivalry slash storyline... For Nakamura in NXT slash WWE after NXT TakeOver Dallas. Wendell on fire right now. <laughs> yeah, Wendell with the good... Oh, and that first question was from Holland. The, uh, oh, the Kenny first Omega one. one. Yeah. Oh, the fucking Holland. So, <laughs> I, it should be Kenta. I'm sorry. Hideo Itami. But Hideo Itami, his fucking shoulders still fucked up apparently. And they're not like happy with the progress. Yeah, so whatever's <laughs> happening with his shoulder, it's still bothering him a lot. And that's terrible. That really sucks. It should be it should be a Clash Tommy. of the Asians. Yeah, it would be great. I'm trying to go through my head in the roster to see who he would fight. And honestly based on character He should just fight Finn Balor. Just straight up, right after. But, but we don't really know if because Oh, coats know each other too, which is hilarious. Yes. The other thing is Nakamura is at the Performance Center right now. So he's in America. He's at the Performance Center. He's going to be there for two weeks, and then he's going back to Japan for some reason. I don't know why. And then he's coming back again. So I don't know what their plans for him are, but I know he signed a very similar contract to AJ. So he's not going to be staying in NXT for very long. So that would be completely. That would be. A crime. If I can't think of words today, I don't words. If he was to come up after NXT Takeover, like he's just doing a match against Sami Zayn, just cause. Um, I feel like they need to uh, introduce his his character is going to be quite the same, right? I would fucking yeah. Hope I feel so. like it would take that would be ridiculous. That's why would, you it would take them a while it. to to uh, kind of really get into his character to kind of melt with everything, if that makes sense. I think wherever, whatever Shinsuke does, he's going to make money and he's going to have good matches. I just, if he comes up to the main roster, who would his first feud be back? I did make a joke because Shinsuke's last match in Japan was um, this past weekend. And it was a six-man tag with him and Okada. Oh, what a great last match. And Ishii. <laughs> and he actually let Ishii get the pin, which is kind of nice. Like he, I, I can't remember what happened, but he... He, I think he did the Bamae. He did the his finish and then let Ishii pin him, pin the guy. Um, and then, yeah, they were just, like, crying. The whole crowd was crying. Um, it was insane because he's a superstar there. I just thought of all of the emojis with just tears. They're all crying. Okada starts crying because that's, like, his Grown big... Grown men crying is like, such a huge weakness for me. That's, like, his, his big brother. They've been together forever. And it was just, it was great. It was a great moment. Like he said in his like little interview, what did he say? He said like professional wrestling is the best sport in the world. I love professional wrestling. It's just great. It was so good. Ambrose said something like that once. He said, it's really fucking stupid, but I love it. And it's fun. <laughs> like, 
Honestly, I wouldn't mind if he was brought up to the quote-unquote main roster if he feuded. <laughs> just imagine the craziness between Nakamura and Ambrose. I was just thinking that, and I was like... It would be the best. I feel like Nakamura would be the one person to confuse the shit out of Ambrose. It would be the best. Nothing I, fools that dude. I feel like that would be cool. I feel like him and Kevin Owens would be cool. Because yeah. he and Owens wrestled at ROH and it was fantastic. I feel like it would be really well. Owens easily hates a lot of people, yeah. but it would be really easy for them to write in to, for him to really hate Shinsuke. Yeah. But like Ambrose and Shinsuke, it'd be like, you know, JBL's gonna be like, who's weirder? Like that kind yeah. of. Yeah. Fuck you, JBL. So God, I don't really know. That it, would be interesting. In a perfect world, it would also annoy me. In a perfect world. If he was still in NXT after the Sami Zayn match, he'd fight a Tommy. Uh, in an imperfect world, which is the world we're in, where a Tommy's still hurt and he's still in NXT, I'd say he'd just go straight for Finn. Just have at it. They already fought a bunch of times. You don't really have to worry about it. And if he gets called up, it's either... Or you can just put him with AJ again. Yeah, that would they be... They literally just had a feud. So you could put, <laughs> you could put them with AJ, Ambrose, or Kevin Owens. That's the three up there. Or Brock. Because Ambrose ain't doing shit right now. No. Well, we'll see what's... Da, 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 la, 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 la. Okay, sorry. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> so there you go. Those are our questions. Do you, do you have anything else? Um, other than the go to the... the... APW. I, I remember we talked about last week more indie shows and want to support that. Despite yeah. Us can't being like terrible humans. Yeah, I think we should go to that APW. Yeah, and isn't show. there a hood slam tomorrow? I can't. I can't go to. Well, no. I'm just. I'm just saying. Aren't they the first Friday of every month? That would be tomorrow. Right? I don't know. Oh, fucking knows. But <laughs> yeah, there's the other APW show and then the PW Revolution one, which is going to be on. Um, oh God, is it WNY? WNY? Oh, it's going to be yes. on WWN or yes. WN. Wrestling World Network, yeah. WWN Live. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, because uh, Gabe and Sal. Gabe and Gabe? Well, Gabe and Gabe. Well, Gabe and Sal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're friends. And so, like, they... oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. Is this their. Because I feel it's like. It's going to be the first one they're doing where it's like that. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah, and I think. Yeah, and then the APW show. Wait, is World Wrestling both of those? I'm oh, sorry, I'm thinking out loud. Because um, my friend Will, who's a wrestler, will quit this. Um, he wrestles for APW. He wrestles with fucking everyone. But um, the J- Joey Ryan's going to be at APW. Uh-huh. Along with, oh, God, who else? Somebody that was a WWE wrestler. Oh, Billy Gunn. Yes, that one. Yeah. Yeah, but I really want to go to an APW show with you. Okay. And Holland and Paolo. Because I want to meet Holland in real life. Holland, you're so cool. Oh, you haven't um, met him? No. Huh. He's a Taurus, too. And all my favorite people are Tauruses. Excluding Dawn's. Chuck Taylor's choice. Um, <laughs> but uh, because I, like, I've been trying so hard to get Joey Ryan's blow pop, you don't even know. And I do not mean that in a sexual way at all. Uh-huh. Although that would probably be completely possible. Mm-hmm. Um, because Joey Ryan thinks I'm hilarious. Somebody told me that I was funny, and I think it's great when people think I'm funny because, yeah. Do you think I'm funny? So you got, you got nothing else is no, what you're telling no, me. I'm just having a conversation. Okay, so... <laughs> You can like us on Facebook. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. They're both Tornado Tag Radio. 
You can follow me on Twitter at Sir Pingle, and you can follow Marianne on Twitter. Lemon Drop Salt. Subscribe <laughs> to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Just search Tornado Tag Radio. Rate and review us as well. Huge shout-out to the Livewires. They do our music. You can follow them on Twitter at your underscore Livewires. Uh, like them on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Livewires. What Fuzz, their album is on iTunes, Amazon.com, and it's also on Spotify. And head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com. Buy a shirt. We have some Tornado Tag Radio shirts. We're going to be getting ones with new designs, too, so. Yeah. Which is awesome. Have we, even, have we even asked? Betty, do you want to do a design for us? Yeah. She listens. I know she does. We've been uh, Hi, Betty. mulling over asking you. <laughs> yeah. Apparently we've been, we've been so waiting busy. For, we've been waiting for the other person to do it. Yeah, I, guess, I think so. Okay. All right. Well, we'll figure that out. Yep. Um, and just head on over to uh, notlg.com for all other Night of the Living Geeks podcasts. Lots of them. There's a whole bunch. All of the niches. So I think that's about it for us. This oh, you know what? I didn't actually. I'm not here next week. I'm gonna be in LA starting Thursday. So we might have an episode next week. <laughs> How would we have an episode next week? If we recorded on Wednesday and I edited it on Wednesday. I'll have to check my hours for Wednesday. Okay. So we might have an episode next week. We might not. Uh, stay tuned. I guess we'll announce it on Twitter either way. And that is... A Sorry for the people that must hear us every week. Yes, right. And that's about it for us this week. So, Marianne, if you will... Ring the bell. Yeah.